Have you ever heard of the four women in Congress known as the Squad? If not, are you familiar with some of the topics such as climate change, healthcare, or even gun control? These are some examples of issues that this group advocates for and believes in. Now let's take a deeper look and learn more about the Squad including who they are, what they've done, and their influence in politics. My name is Cameron and welcome to Squad Talk. The four members of the squad are Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, or more commonly known as AOC, and she is a Democrat in New York's 14th Congressional District. Next is Alan Omar, who is a Democrat in Minnesota's 5th District. Then there is Ayanna Presley, who is a Democrat in Massachusetts' 7th District. Lastly is Rashida Tlaib, who is a Democrat in Michigan's 13th District. All of these women were elected to the 116th United States Congress in 2018 and all won re-election in 2020. These four women all have remarkable come-up stories as well as barrier-breaking accomplishments. Alan Omar and Rashida Tlaib were the first two ever Muslim women elected to the United States Congress. AOC was 29 when elected, making her the youngest woman ever elected to Congress. Anna Presley was the first black woman elected to Congress in Massachusetts. Now that we know a little bit about these four women, let's look deeper into their past and see how they came to the point where they are today. Starting with AOC, she is a New Yorkan, which means a person of Puerto Rican descent born and raised in New York. And to be even more specific, she is from the Bronx, and that also happens to be the district she currently represents. She grew up with not a lot of money, and during the 2008 financial crisis, her father died, which caused her and her family to sell their home. After high school, she was able to attend Boston University and get a degree in economics and international relations. She was also able to intern for Senator Teddy Kennedy. She then moved back to New York and worked as a bartender and waitress, often picking up extra shifts to support her family. Then, during the 2016 presidential election, she volunteered as an organizer for Bernie Sanders' campaign, which expanded her skills and knowledge in politics. She then decided to run for the United States Congress and was elected in 2018 to the 116th Congress, representing the 14th District of New York, where she grew up. Alan Omar is a refugee who fled from the Civil War in Somalia when she was just 8 years old. In 2000, she became a U.S. citizen. Omar grew up in a middle-class family of seven children. Her mother died when she was only two years old, leaving her father and other family to raise her. Throughout the rest of her life, she learned English and studied hard in school. She even went to college at North Dakota State University in 2011. She then became interested in politics and started getting involved in her community. She decided to run for Congress, and in 2018, she got elected to Minnesota's 5th District, which unseated a 44-year incumbent. Next is Ayanna Presley, who was born in Cincinnati and raised in Chicago. Presley was the only child of a single mother. Her father was in and out of the criminal justice system. She went to a private school and eventually to the Boston College of General Studies. She was interested in politics her whole life and was even in student government elementary and high school. She was also named most likely to be mayor of Chicago in her graduating class. Presley was elected to the Boston Council in 2009, and during that time, she gained a reputation becoming a relatively well-known person in politics. She then ran for the U.S. Congress and won in 2018, representing Massachusetts' 7th District. Lastly is Rashida Tlaib, who was born and raised in Detroit, Michigan. 
Her parents were Palestinian immigrants with 14 kids, Rashida being the oldest. Tlaib went to high school as well as Wayne State University and Western Michigan University. She went on to serve in the Michigan State Legislature and in 2018 she was elected to the United States Congress. That is where these four women meet and grow a friendship that is now known as The Squad. You may now be wondering how they got that name. Well, I will let you know up next on Squad Talk. Four women became close friends while serving in Congress, and in November of 2018, AOC posted a picture of the four of them and captioned it, The Squad. The internet took that name and rolled with it. Soon, these four women were noted as a squad throughout all of social media and politics. During the first two years of them being in Congress, they together and individually wrote various pieces of legislation. Some of these include the infamous Green New Deal, or H.R. 109, which is a congressional resolution introduced by Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez that lays out a plan to attack climate change. That is one of the many issues that AOC, as well as the squad, supports and has fought for. Some other issues include health care, gun control, immigration and the abolishment of ICE, LGBTQ plus rights, criminal justice reform, D.C. statehood, Medicare for all, police brutality, brutality, race issues, the Black Lives Matter movement, and many more. There have been many bills introduced and supported by these four women, and they have truly made a large impact in terms of the legislation part of politics. They've also organized many protests and movements for certain issues, and due to their social media popularity, they they were able to be rather successful. There is, however, the drama and debate side of politics, which we will talk about next. During the squad's first term, politics was very fragile and a lot of things were being said, especially about them. There was an ongoing feud between the squad and President Trump. His two impeachment trials were something that the squad was very vocal about and they often called him out on a lot of other things. In July of 2019, President Trump tweeted, and I quote, So interesting to see progressive Democrat congresswoman who originally came from countries whose governments are a complete and total catastrophe, the worst, most corrupt, and inept anywhere in the world, if they even have a functioning government at all, now loudly and viciously telling the people of the United States, the greatest and most powerful nation on earth, how our government is to be run. Why don't they go back and fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came, then come back and show us how it's done? These places need your help badly. You can't leave fast enough. I'm sure that Nancy Pelosi would be very happy to quickly work out free travel arrangements. That is what the President of the United States said to four women in Congress, many of whom are daughters of immigrants and have fought each day of their lives to get to the point where they are now. Considering the historical context and importance of these women, this was something very ignorant to say. This racist tweet received major backlash and many Americans were upset as to what President Trump had said to these women. If you want to go find this tweet yourself, you no longer can, because President Trump got banned from Twitter for continuing to tweet tweets just like this one. This is just one small example of the feud between the squad and the president. During Trump's first and second impeachment trial, the squad heavily advocated for impeachment. They were very vocal about it through social media and interviews. AOC even called out some Democrats for not being as vocal about this issue. 
That is a reoccurring theme, and the squad is far more liberal than most of the Democratic Party. This creates an interesting dynamic within the party and makes for many unique debates and remarks within the party. The reason they get called radical is because of their age, gender, and race. Their ideas are admittedly far left, but they always have evidence and reason to support what they are saying, and the four of them are all very educated people. Next, I want to talk about their impact on young people in politics and the making of millennial politics. This group has been able to reach out to young people like never before. They're able to do this simply because they are young people and other people their age and even younger feel like they have a voice through them. There are so many ways that this group has impacted politics as well as society in general. They show dignity and acceptance to all, and I feel as if that is why they are so influential and are truly major figures in today's society. This group is passionate, they are determined, and they are quite simply unstoppable in their own right. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez once said, our squad includes any person committed to building a more equitable and just world, and that is the work that we want to get back into. Her words show and represent what her and the squad believe in and fight for. They all have served only two years in Congress and were just re-elected in 2020. It will be interesting to follow all of their journeys and see what remarkable things they are able to do. I would like to thank everyone for listening to this episode, and I hope you were able to learn a little bit about these four women and what they do. Thank you for tuning in to Squad Talk.